You are now listening to a Rebel Press podcast. Welcome to the Super Boob Tube Dudes Podcast. I'm your host, Dante Sorecchia. And I am Tyler Hoskin. And we... <laughs> God. And we're the dudes. Um, and I hope everybody had a good Thanksgiving uh, holiday. Uh, uh, American Thanksgiving, I, I guess that is. Thanksgiving. And, yeah, and uh, we were, you were camp. November went by like a blink of a friggin' eye. Um, it it feels like it was Halloween a week ago. But uh, yeah, so we're we're back here, and did we did we take we did did take last week off obviously because it we was did, yeah. uh, Thanksgiving. So we are back, and we're gonna we have a few things to talk about. But what we first talk about are what are we watching? Oh, too much. So so Tyler, what what are you watching um, consistently? right now i mean and you don't have to go into like everything <laughs> oh consistently that's, that's don't the joke on your list right <laughs> consistently is the problem um yeah consistently i would say i am probably watching um mayor of kingston well, let, 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 let's let's like this so since we do this every every episode yeah there's no point in revealing like the whole list every episode so what have you been watching within the past week or two that uh that you really enjoy well i I started i started yellowstone and mayor of kingston nice and so those those are great shows i am very well enjoying those good good stuff i i'm continuing i'm going to talk about that with you too so i'm continuing um, to watch doctor who um (laughs) Why may I ask? Yeah, you could you could ask, but I don't know the answer. <laughs> okay, that's good enough. That's a good enough review for me to to wait till uh, Davies comes back. <laughs> yeah, and and Doctor Who is is uh, is moving from the BBC. It's going to what? Uh, yeah, it's not going to be under control by the BBC. Um, wow. Russell T Davies owns a production company called Bad Wolf, which if you're a right, right. fan, you will remember that from season 1 in Absolutely. 5, uh which was Russell T Davies. And then so and I believe that is owned or like the production and shit is all done by Sony in some okay. weird way. Oh. Interesting. So okay, you, you might be seeing Doctor Who on like HBO Max in wow in the near future. Well, wait, 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 wait. If you say Sony, why why do you jump to HBO Max? So I believe that there is a relationship with HBO Max and Sony for production and like streaming stuff. Is that right? That's what I read. Huh. Um, so I'm just I'm really my only concern. Is I hope to God that they don't Americanize it. Um. Well, I mean, if it's under control of Davies 
you know, and his production company. I, I don't, I mean, I understand your concern, but with just what you told me and no, no outside information that I have other than right now, I don't see why it would. So we've got it. We've got about a year before that actually starts because so we've got one more right. episode of this season of Doctor Who, and then there's three okay. specials next year, and then it all goes to Davies. Interesting. Yeah. Well, that I mean that's promising at least. Uh, I mean I think that's kind of cool. So I, I think I'll probably get back on board. Um, what has been three years with the uh, yeah. Well, yeah, it's been three seasons at least. I don't. It's been a weird or three, yes, three yeah, series or whatever hard, they call it. Yeah, hard to tell how many years it's been. Sure, sure. Um, well, that's cool. Uh, excuse me, I got the hiccups real quick. <clears throat> um, what um, what else are you uh, excited or jo- enjoying? Uh, I'm really enjoying Hawkeye. That's pretty fun. Yes, and we'll talk about that as well. That, and, I, I am... uh, I'm watching Dexter. The, the, oh man, how how are you? so I, let's let's I'm two episodes let's go into that. Dexter. I'm two episodes into Dexter, so I'm what, a couple oh. behind. Okay, good. Yeah, you're like three, two or three behind. Um, I think two. Two, I but, think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, why don't let's let's go ahead and get get into? Uh, I, I don't know why I'm. I'm oh my <laughs> god! <laughs> Just call me two time uh, uh, two two or something. I don't know. <laughs> uh, so I keep repeating myself. So. Why don't we uh, talk about Dexter a bit? I am enjoying Dexter as well. So I am enjoying Dexter. I'm enjoying Yellowstone. I'm still in the end of season three. I'm kind of going a little slow at it, even though season four is airing right now. Keep seeing commercials for season four. And I'm like, oh, man, I can't wait for this guy to show up. I can't wait to see what's going on here. But, God, the show is awesome. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm enjoying Hawkeye. I'm in, uh, also watching, uh, what, what else am I watching? Uh, oh, I just, I'll talk about this. I just finished the first season of Chucky. So we'll talk about that. That was fantastic. And yeah, I think that's kind of it. I, 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 I still have some other things to, to get to, but we'll talk about that in our last, uh, our last little segment here on the show. Um, so let's let's go ahead and get into what you are enjoying about uh, Yellowstone. Uh, How far are you into Yellowstone? I am. I want to say seven episodes. I got two episodes left in the first season. Let's say that because I we haven't watched it because it's a two parter, and we know we're gonna at least want to watch. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You, you so the last episode is a two parter. The last two episodes in season one are. A two-parter. It's part one and part two. Oh, oh, but there's still 45-minute episodes. Yeah, yeah, it's, but it's a, it's a two-part episode. I mean, yes. Eh, I, I didn't well, it's, feel it's that it, it was when I watched it. It's titled. The unravel, it, Unraveling Part 1 and The Unraveling Part 2. I'm not like... It, <laughs> that. That's a fair point. See, I for me, when I watch TV, I don't... I, I absolutely bypass titles of episodes it's just something that i've never been like uh, my eyes or my 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 whole tv watching experience has never really honed into yeah so when i watch yeah my problem is if i if i start an episode like that and know it's 
and see it's a two-parter. To that sure, break. if you know it, I'm I get it. Because I want to yeah. now watch the next one, and now the season's over, and now I want to see the next season because right. I have it. So it's like, it's a three-part, it's a three-episode commitment. Sure. Right? I, I get you. I get you. And that's the thing. Like, when I don't notice that, like, I just kind of power through, and I don't see a title. So especially if I'm watching stuff on Plex or or streaming, you know, yeah. I'll just go next episode, next episode, and I won't know the titles of shit. Right. So when I watch, it, I mean, and I'll only know it may be a part two episode, and that's even, that's a big maybe because sometimes a cliffhanger doesn't mean that it's a two-part episode. Sure, you know, no, it just means enough. it's a cliffhanger. Yeah. So so when I watch the first season, the only time I really know, especially if something's loaded on the Plex or anything like that, that it's a two-part episode if it is like a longer episode. You know, right, it'll be put enough. together. Like the first episode of Yellowstone, which is a two-parter put together. Yeah. But, uh, and honestly, I don't really remember exactly what happens in the end of season one, and I won't give anything away, but... I, I I don't remember it being. It may obviously it's going to connect because the way it's a you know it's shown to you in the way you've seen it. Um, yeah. But I don't I don't I don't remember it being uh, as important. Um, other than just like oh shit I got to see what happens next. You know what I mean? Oh for sure. That's and I love I love the. Yes, right. I'm still watching. Just keep going. Keep going. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> it's like next episode. Next episode. Couldn't hit it fast enough. Yeah. That's how it was with uh, Chucky today. Like yeah. with with Chucky, I, I had three three episodes to watch today to finish the season. There's only eight episodes a season. It's already greenlit for a second season, and I mean, might, might as well just kind of go into it now since I'm talking about it. But it's it may be the best like uh, continuation reboot or, you know, continuation slash reboot of the original series from the very first movie out of all five or six or whatever, not counting the Mark Hamill reboot movie that came out uh, in 2019. Um, Not counting that because that's a whole different, you know, side thing that's not connected to the uh, uh, Don Mancini created Chucky uh line and it may be the best comeback of any horror anything ever in my opinion right i mean even halloween which just came back and now has a trilogy and god that the next (laughs) that last halloween movie was uh not as good as 2018 in my opinion but this may be the best comeback of any horror villain of any horror series I have ever seen. And it, it it's it's so good in this series, in the cheesiest way, and in the like outside of the the the, the movie a franchise way, like because that became crazy off the wall, cheesy, nutso, you know, but but all of that still matters like it's so crazy how they were a- and and just amazing how they were able to m- transfer everything that had happened and you know in those movies into this series and make it work with a new sort of generation and in 2021 22 whatever it's gonna you know keep going with season two and 
it's it's kind of like mind boggling how good the series is because they they really present you the first half of the season like this is a new era. These are, you know, the new, uh, you know, teenagers or people who are involved with this. And this is their story and everything that's kind of transpiring, you know, with with the Chucky doll. And then all of the lore is just absorbed into this series. And then it's explained in the least uh, expositional way possible. But, it, you know, including the Jennifer Tilly stuff. And, you know, I don't know how much familiar you are, Tyler, with, with Chucky. Yeah, I know nothing. And, and so, you know nothing. I know, like, 30, 40%. So, and I haven't seen every movie all the way through. But I tell you, watching, uh, I've watched, you know, I could probably tell you bits and pieces of almost every movie. And that's all I know. And that's all you honestly need to know. And I know you're not the biggest horror guy, but this is this may be something you might like because it's not really horror like it is. But it's uh, it's so weird. (laughs) It's it's not like you're Jason, you're Michael, you're Freddy. It's it's so it's story driven and character driven. And the character of Chucky is such a like massive uh, part of the story and also his lore and history. And in each episode, or um, maybe almost each episode of the season, they go into the past of Chucky, you know, of Charles Lee Ray, the character that learned this voodoo spell and this stuff to transfer his soul into this doll before he died. And it is, it's so interesting it's so it's captivating in such a weird way because it's so dumb and so cheesy and like yeah this guy is in a doll and he keeps coming back and he's still the same soul in a new doll in this uh series from the very very first doll which is probably 8 10 dolls down the line however many went through in the five or six movies that happened you know prior to the series so just to get off the the subject of ranting about it i'm just i'm very excited i am i'm so excited about it it's crazy how good it is and i'm not even the biggest chucky fan but if there was anything to get anybody a a a light fan of the chucky franchise this series is fucking it It, and it's so much fun and i tell you for being a sci-fi show it's so cheap i hopefully it is it seems like it is other than whatever kind of cg doll stuff they do you know puppetry with chucky they seem like they work around it pretty well but uh this is like a a really cool series to get into and it has its sci-fi elements you know the whole the the voodoo stuff and and the doll and 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 it's very interesting that sci-fi kind of picked this up and made this a thing like i would have never guessed sci-fi would do a show like this but it works so well and I'm so glad that it has a second season because there's there's so much interesting stuff they can tell. And one of the coolest things when I watched the end of the season, they it's so funny. Like there, I'm not going to give anything away, but the ending is kind of an outside of the box uh, thing. Nice. So at the end, it's Chucky like sitting by the fire in a chair, and he's talking <laughs> to the audience. And he's like, 
uh, you know, and he goes through a kill count of the whole season. <laughs> it's so awesome. Like he talks directly to you as Chucky and goes through every kill he made through the season. And I was just like, so like my just ear to ear, my smile was, you know, and it was just so cool. And you got to see, like, I killed this guy, I strangled this guy, burned this guy, let's shoot this guy. <laughs> you know, I was just like, what the hell is this? But it was, like, so cool that they did that. And then he's like, what is going to happen next season, you know, or whatever, uh, for the main characters and stuff. But it was just so much fun, and I love how they, like, really, like, leapt into that uh, with, with, like, the character and the story and just the craziness of of this uh this idea that's god 40 years old now um or yeah almost yeah 42 44 years old it's crazy how old this franchise is and this series is just doing great and it has a second season now which i'm very excited for um and also just the crazy heel turns of certain characters that i would have never expected from the first few episodes is is, is it's kind of fantastic how it's not that big of a franchise where things can be spoiled for people, you know, like a Marvel or a DC or anything like that. So all those surprises have, are just like perfectly hidden in the show. Uh, and I really, man, I really enjoy it. I really, really enjoy uh, Chucky uh, as, as I, I'm sure you guys can tell, <laughs> but um, yeah, so that's Chucky. Now let's talk about Hawkeye. Um, I, I, you know, this is what we're excited about. This is what we're talking about. And it's one of our topics, uh, other than some of the things I can kind of list off here later on, but what are you thinking about the first three episodes of Hawkeye? And I, you know, I know the first two happened, right? It was it after Thanksgiving or right before Thanksgiving. So yeah. we didn't really get to go into those, but the third episode dropped yesterday morning. Um, this is a Thursday now today, and I've seen the episode twice, uh, or le- I've seen all the episodes twice. But but uh, what what have you thought so far? Where you? Uh, I'm having a lot of fun with it. It's uh, it's really fun. Like it's it's a uh, I wouldn't say it's the best show, but it's a lot of fun. I, I would I would agree with you. Um, and w- what do you think about? Uh, so the show's called Hawkeye. Does it feel like a hawkeye show no or does it, it really fe- doesn't right do, do you think that that was kind of a uh i mean it's a it's you know it's marketing but do you think they should have called it kate bishop or now after seeing the third episode it, it feels more hawkeye right? yeah i mean like hawkeye's and it's been said in the show too it's like i've never really like because kate's kind of going you should promote yourself more blah 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 right sure, sure. so it's like it's kind of that, and that's funny because it's yeah. not really his show. So, sure, I mean right. that's kind of meta about it, absolutely. And I mean, not that you know, I, I totally get that. It, it 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 is very meta. Now that I've really you know, you you tell me now, I'm thinking about it. I'm like, yeah, that, that is kind of funny. And and it was funny in the show when she's talking about that stuff. But it, and, it also kind of draws, doesn't feel like yeah, when she draws the. <laughs> the costume the costume that was pretty good too that that made yeah in the third episode i i'm really enjoying what's going on like i i love the introduction of kate bishop and i i get i've heard certain criticisms from outside 
um, talking about how you know, it doesn't feel like a Hawkeye show. It feels like a Kate Bishop show with Hawkeye. And, and I get that. But I mean, and maybe it could have been a, you know, a different sort of thing. But as for three episodes that we've seen so far, I really don't feel like this is the best format for the show being six episodes. I think that this show would have been better served for a 10 episode season. And I think that they may be something Marvel and Disney or whoever their Disney plus stuff is going may have to re like rework. But that's just in my opinion. Like I, I love the way Loki was in six episodes, six hours, you know, I, I really enjoyed WandaVision's nine episodes, you know, and, and going, you know, back with, uh, you know, even Falcon Winter Soldier. I think that worked in six episodes. I don't know if, and maybe I'm too early to speak about this since we haven't seen the last, the back half of the Hawkeye, but right now, like, if you're calling it a Hawkeye show, whether Kate Bishop is Hawkeye in the comics or not, this is not the comics. This is the MCU. We know that's completely different. You know, I think this probably would have been better served as a 10 episode hour long series. But I, I maybe I should save that opinion until after I see it. But I feel like things are being really rushed. Does it, I mean, and, and the episodes have been fun, in my opinion, like and they're yeah. finally length. You know, the length of the episodes are fine, too. I thought, you know, I thought the first episode was felt kind of long. And, and even the second and the third, like, and not too long, but there, everything has been perfectly paced. I just feel like that certain information and focus should have been on Hawkeye himself in the first couple episodes and then move into Kate Bishop, you know, just so we don't feel like this doesn't feel like a Hawkeye show. It feels like, you know, Marvel team up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but I, I really enjoying it otherwise. That's just a one little, you know, criticism I have for it. But I, I love everything that's going on with Kate. I love that, you know, we got to see her backstory and seeing, you know, the uh, uh, different perspective of the Battle of New York in 2012. And, you know, her mom is probably a bad guy, you know, and I, I, I and I think that she might be Madame Mask in disguise uh, or you know, uh, a, a certain version of that character from the comics. And then we also, we, I mean, obviously we know, uh, the guy from better call Saul, uh, he's the swordsman, this guy, Jack, her, I guess now mom's boyfriend, this guy, um, he's like, he's the swordsman in the comics and the swordsman has been, you know, a bad guy and a good guy. He was an Avenger at one uh, back in the 80s or 90s. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm interested to see where that goes, if he's actually good or bad. Uh, and with that ending of the last episode, them getting caught by him. Yep. That that was that was a lot of fun. Now, what do you think about the tracksuit mafia guys? They're are they too, hilarious. They are hilarious, but are they too, like, Batman 66 henchman like <laughs> i mean yeah probably but i mean I, th- <laughs> I think it works like i think it does for comedic purposes absolutely they are complete buffoons you know <laughs> cannon fodder sort of guys which they're not actually 
<laughs> killing, you know, keeping yeah. around for, for the jokes. I, I think, it, I think, I think it works. Now, Echo, that, that reveal of Echo at the end of episode two, it, was that like just total Daredevil vibes with the red and everything at the end? Yeah, it was, it was pretty good. I mean, and, and with Echo being in the show, there, you know, there's so much Daredevil kingpin like links with this character. Now, if there was anything that was going to bring those two into the MCU, it would be her. Right. And, you know, and, and so also with the third episode, the uncle reference, and we see his hand, the cuff link and the little giggle or whatever laugh and her him pinching her, the little uh, echoes cheek when she's a kid. It, I mean, they're like, they're Marvel and Disney are just like screaming us like, we want you to think that's Kingpin, <laughs> you know? Oh, absolutely. And I, it, right. I, hope, I hope it is. I really do too. I really do too. Um, I, I really think it is. And I, you know, I, I don't, I, I don't think that there is really any other reason not to think so. I mean, he could be like Hammerhand, you know. He could be a completely other sort of mob boss villain, but I, I don't think they would bother. I mean, it could be a Ralph Boner situation, you know, like uh, yeah, he is, I mean, but he's not. But I, I really don't feel that way. And yeah, uh, with like, there literally has been rumors about his appearance in the mcu and hawkeye for months and, uh, right like absolutely just... especially with charlie cox yeah like is he gonna be in spider-man i mean also the second to last episode in two weeks the fifth episode of hawkeye is going to premiere two days before spider-man is released or a day before spider-man is released you know spider-man 3 uh, yeah. no way home now uh, is it a coincidence that this show is ending, you know, perfectly in time with that Spider-Man movie Fuck or no. is it right? Right. Also, or, or you <laughs> know, is it a coincidence we're getting <laughs> we're getting, uh, uh, you know, Boba Fett literally a week after like everything's been planned, right? Every of all of the dates. Yeah, it's crazy. So and also, are we going to see Charlie Cox in, you know, or. You know, and or Kingpin in the Spider-Man movie. Like, there's got to be more surprises in the Spider-Man movie than the ones we already know may happen. You know, everyone's talking about Charlie Cox, possibly, uh, you know, Daredevil, and then the other two older Spider-Men, Toby and Andrew. Like, everyone's been talking about it for over a year. What could be more surprising? You know, so there's got to be other surprises than the ones we already think are going to happen. You know, it'll be pretty disappointing movie. I mean, you know, obviously it'll still be awesome if we see certain things in, the, in that movie. Uh, you know, I just mentioned, but they've got to have other things that we're not thinking of. You know, there's going to be more stuff. I don't even think we've seen half into the runtime of the movie in the trailers. Everyone thinks that uh, I'm coming through <laughs> or they're coming through, Dr. Strange says, and the final battle in Sandman and everything. Like, and now we're getting into Spider-Man. But I mean, Everyone thinks that's the like third act of the movie. I don't necessarily think that's the case, <laughs> but you never know. So what could happen? Like, could we get the 
whole kingpin and, uh, you know, uh, echo story. And are we going to get daredevil in there in the echo series that's coming up? Yeah. You know, now that's been announced. So is that a whole thing too? So I'm, I'm very curious to see where everything goes. I'm so excited that the show is getting better with every episode because it is the lowest performing Disney plus show right now. Like it was the lowest rated, uh, lowest viewed show of all three or all four of the Marvel Disney plus shows. But I don't care. I, I think it's getting better with every episode. And how do you feel about that? I, I love it. It's a lot of fun, right? Like it's, like, like I'm said, laughing. It's, it's yeah. so funny. The 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 whole LARPing scene. Oh, my oh my god! god. In episode I two, yeah, died just to get the suit back that yeah. he ended up not being able to get at the end anyway. Well, no, he got it. Well, did and then and then he locked it away. Oh, was that right? He locked it away. He yeah. put where did he put it? Uh, he put it in like one of those public locker things somewhere. Oh, okay, okay. I was, see, I was stuck on episode one with that. But okay, so yeah, yeah so, so like he, then, the, the guy who took it, right, fought him for it, and it's like, yes, just, just that let was me, great. Just let me beat you, and I'll give you the freaking thing. And right, like, that was a lot of fun. I, oh I did enjoy God. the comedy in it. Is really fantastic. The buddy cop dynamic, Kate and Clint are so good together, aren't they? Yeah, it's and the when he's driving, and oh my he god, doesn't have his hearing aid and they can't hear each oh. like he can't hear her. Oh, and the communicating. Oh my god, I. She's like, we're communicating. <laughs> well, and then that 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 when they're done and they're on the train and she says all that she says and he can't hear a goddamn word. And then he repeats all the same stuff the, she said. Oh, so he's thinking good. the same stuff. And he compliments her on her skills as yeah. an archer. Like, all of that was fantastic. Now, the stuff that, like, really got me deep was... I, I, I cannot tell you how much I adore the family stuff with Clint. Like, everything with his wife in the first episode. And how, like, cool she is about his life. And their lifestyle as like superhero adjacent, you know. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then everything that is going on between him and his kids, like, and, and oh man, just the the, uh, you know, Kate helping him hear what his little boy was saying over the phone. Like, God, yeah. this stuff it like made me want to freaking cry. It's so good. Yeah. And I just I love the shift of the show, you know. The the really funny stuff, the really cool action shit. Man, the Pym arrow that oh was like a giant God. tree on the bridge. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Just like destroying the car. So good. All the trick arrow stuff, the car chase scene, the camera spinning in the freaking Cadillac. Like all of that stuff was amazing. And then like the really heartwarming family stuff. And the crazy, <laughs> the crazy mafia guys. And then Echo, like the introduction of the first like Native American uh, super character. I guess she's not really super, but, you know, this, but this villain, this interesting character now. And I mean, she also has a prosthetic leg, which I did not catch at all the first viewing of the show. I, oh, I didn't, yeah. I, I did not even notice at all that she had like, 
one leg and a prosthetic on the other until the second time I watched the show. But like all of that and her backstory was like, it, uh, and then the kingpin thing, which is still potential and implied until the reveal. But like, are they going to reveal kingpin in episode five or the end episode? Five is right before Spider-Man. Does that matter? I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. What do you think about, about uh, that? Like, it's funny because I I saw I saw a tweet somewhere that of Vincent like in front of a Christmas tree or whatever, and somebody replied right. to it. It's like two weeks till your MCU debut. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Oh man, so, yeah. People are thinking. People, there are so many people thinking like he's going to show up the episode before Spider Man comes out because he might be in Spider Man. Or I mean, if he's not, it doesn't matter at all. But he may show up in the final episode. Yeah. Like also they even they even teased a certain you know uh, crime boss thing in the first episode Clint as uh as Ronan is going after the biggest crime boss and he never you know he he never was able to stop him you know and then also the little flashback of Echo seeing uh Ronan kill her father yeah now here's a theory that could be true because in the comics we had uh kingpin killed or had someone kill echo's dad and then he became her like surrogate father or whatever right now the thing the theory is in the show with the mcu is that that wasn't clint as hawkeye who killed her father that was someone planted by Kingpin to take him out because his operation was getting bigger than Kingpin wanted. And, you know, Kingpin is still like the uncle, the guy who is like above her in this whole operation with the, uh, you know, the tracksuit mafia guys. But she doesn't know that it wasn't Clint. She thinks it's Clint or, you know, well, it, she thinks it's, you know, could it be Clint? That would be a cool surprise too. Like, is yeah. it Clint who actually did that, or yeah. was I mean, it Kingpin who orchestrated it's, it? It's so interesting that she doesn't know who is behind the mask. Like, well, yeah, and the the fact that he's hiding it so well is like, uh, yeah. yeah, right. Like, I, yeah, he's like, I saw him die. You know, Black Widow killed him, and what a coincidence, she's dead now too. Boo hoo! You know what I mean? Yeah, that's really cool stuff. I love how they're taking that angle with the show. Like, it's not like oh, coincidence, you know, it's like it all makes sense, you know, and I, I, I think it really works well with with the show. And I think that's what's kind of going, uh, you know, going to be really cool down the line. Now, when Kate Bishop and Hawkeye were talking in the diner, does I mean, to me, it sounded like Kate Bishop's not completely dumb. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. She she's trained in, in everything and I and I get that, you know, she she's, you know, martial artist, black belt and award winning and also, you know, uh dancer and uh bow artist and all this stuff. That's great. You can be all those things. She's never fought ten guys at once. <laughs> you know what I mean? No. So that that I understand the way they've kind of taken that position with her. Like she's absolutely outnumbered. She's not a superhero. She could do these things in a tournament. You know what I mean? And, and and some of the criticisms against her, you know, being able to handle some bad guys are a little bit too harsh, I think, because she's never dealt with this or trained like this. She's literally only trained the art of that one skill, not against freaking 50 people. 
now with her and Clint in the diner talking about all this stuff and also talking about, uh, God, what was my point? <laughs> um, shit. I lost where I was getting to. And it's gone. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that, that the, uh, with the, uh, shit, oh man, uh, we're talking about the, uh, tracksuit mafia and, oh man, I totally lost it. Anyway, I you think suck. that, yeah, I, oh God, I, I totally went on that tangent and I, and I lost it. But I, I, I feel like that she's going to be, obviously she's going to be hot. She'll be the new Hawkeye. I don't think that Clint's going to die at the end. Or uh, I don't yeah, think that he's going to retire. Like retire with his family. and Sure. I think that's like the best option. You know, and I don't necessarily see him not coming back as well. No, because he's done it before. Sure. Right? Like he retired before and did come back. But, I mean, Thanos went crazy, so... Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I don't know. I, I think that, the, you know, I don't know. I, I, I just, I really like the show. I, I, I'm very excited to see where it goes. And, um, God, I, I really want to figure out what I was talking about. I'm talking about the diner, but, uh, I just can't, I can't, I can't recall. Anyway, um, Man, I'm really, I'm just really like Hawkeye. I, 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 I can't wait for more. I do feel like it should have been a longer season, though. Um, it's but not that's over just... yet. Give it a chance. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. We'll get back to that opinion when when the show's over. Now, um, the show Arcane. I know you haven't watched it. I finished it. It's fantastic. It doesn't make me want to play the game League of, League of Legends. <laughs> and not that the show was made to do that to any watchers, viewers, and fans, but I can't wait for season two. It, it may be the best looking animated series of all time. And I mean, it's, it's just, it's, it's incredible the way the show looks. Uh, and, and, and I, and I think it's really cool. I, I think they, they did a, a, a just a superb job with all these new characters and ideas. I guess it's like a prequel to whatever game and stuff. I don't know anything about that, but uh, I, it's, it's fantastic. The show is so good. Watch it. It's one of the best things on Netflix, honestly. Um, and that's kind of all I'm going to say about it. Cause otherwise I'm just going to get too deep into it and end up spoiling stuff. And I really don't, because it's one of those shows you just really have to experience, but it's uh, even if you don't know what League of Legends is, it is worth a shot. I'm really glad that I stuck with it because it might be one of the best animated series of all time, uh, you know, seasons at least of all time. Um, and that's that's saying something next to you know Batman, X Men, Spider Man, and other things like that. Um, but just the way it looks, it is the best looking animated series I've ever seen. The animation is, it's incredible what they're able to do with that, with that animation. Um, okay. So getting down to some of these other topics. So 
Well, we'll, we'll stick with Marvel here with this one. Um, we just got word that Maria Hill as, you know, or Colby Smolders as Maria Hill has been added to Secret Invasion. Surprised? No. <laughs> me, me neither. I guess it's official now. She's in the show. But I, I, I mean, I wasn't surprised. However, Ooh, big is shocker. it Maria Hill? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, fair enough. Is it Maria Hill? Yeah, that's that's a fair question. Right. Is it Maria Hill? Is it a scroll? All that stuff is still, you know, to be, you know, TBD. Uh, but I, I, I wasn't, I wasn't surprised. I was like, really, this is news. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> when I heard that, it just came out a couple days ago, like yesterday. Um, but yeah, it's like, um, that's sure. yeah, that's pretty much the uh, uh, the, the the Marvel uh, side on all that stuff. Um, on the Star Wars side, however. I guess the Rangers of the New Republic, I guess we knew that that was kind of scrapped, that show, because of the whole Gina Carano being let go by Disney sort of issue. And there's no need to get into that. That's all online, and I'm sure you know all about it. But I guess it's being absorbed. Some of that storyline and stuff is being absorbed into Mando Season 3, which I'm not really, you know, uh, I'm not really worried about. It. I think it's kind of cool, actually. I think it may work better and yeah. kind of break up some of the story. Because as far as I remember them saying that Mando's not going to really run, run very long as a series. So if they integrate certain other things from uh, this other show, it may make the show run longer. You know what I mean? Well, it'll, be, get, it'll probably be easier for a spinoff show for the Rangers of the New Republic to actually become a show later on, right? Well, and and well, and that's kind of what the spinoff was going to be. I mean, it was going to be uh, right, but they know, already the, they already had a lead at that point. Now they need somebody else to continue on. Right? Sure, so I mean, absolutely, it could, it could totally continue on with uh, the guy um, from Kim's Convenience. You know, I mean, the guy who was the the, the X Wing pilot with uh, right. Dave Filoni. I can't remember his name. It's it's a it's a Korean name. I I can't remember, but. Um, I mean, they could totally spin off with just him and also kind of, I don't know what's going to happen with this other movie. Star Wars is kind of halted on with uh, Rogue Squadron, which may never happen. Um, you know, with you know, Patty Jenkins and all that stuff. But, I mean, they can kind of just meld everything together and do a series that is like Rogue Squadron Rangers, you know, a mix which is just a series of all of that. Uh, if they really don't come to an agreement with Patty Jenkins, all that stuff uh, with that movie, because that seemed like it was like, didn't, wouldn't you say Rangers of the new Republic is very similar to what could have happened or what could be, uh, or sorry, what could have been uh, rogue squadron? I mean, isn't it very similar yeah, Wouldn't you probably, say? probably pretty similar. I mean, I mean, maybe it could be morphed into its own series after introduced, you know, uh, or whatever kind of storyline or characters are being introduced and, and move forward in Mando 3. But uh, that that remains to be seen. So I, I'm looking forward to Mando 3 regardless. But that's kind of an interesting thing, how they're, they're taking on a little bit of that story. Um, no, I haven't really seen much of the crossover with... with uh, Flash now, and I'm not very caught up on the CW stuff as I've fallen off of most of that, especially 
a Doom Patrol, but have you watched any of the CW stuff? Did you watch the first two episodes of the Flash crossover? I've only seen the first one. Okay, so I saw the first and second. Second one's a little better, but man, I really thought it was going to be a crossover with the shows and not just in the Flash. Right. You know what I mean? And I'm I'm kind of disappointed in that. Right? I, the last three years, three, four years, have been a crossover with all the shows that are on the air. And now it's just the first five episodes of The Flash. Yeah. And yeah, I think, those I characters are in it, but... I don't think they... Did they call it a crossover or just like a five-episode event? Oh, no. They're, uh, I don't know, man. I, I kind of remember them calling it a crossover. And they are crossing over characters. You know, we got Black Lightning in there. We got the Atom in there. Apparently, the new Atom is showing up. I don't know if he has already because I haven't seen the third third part. But, I, I mean, it's a crossover. It's just not actually crossing over with the other shows that are on the air. But it's still a crossover. Yeah. I mean, well, a crossover it, light. <laughs> yeah, can, can it be a crossover if it doesn't cross over with any active shows? I guess not. I mean, I guess, unless they're, you know, unless the active show, I don't know, unless some of those characters in the active shows are just being in the show, but it's not part of their episode. Like, I thought it was going to be like a Batwoman episode, a Legends episode, you know, and move over there. I didn't think it was going to be the first five episodes of just The Flash. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I'm I'm fairly confident it was just like a five episode event. I, I suppose. I mean, I'm a... not. I'm not really liking it. I I, I don't. I just I'm not. Uh, it's it, the second episode brought some interesting things into it. There's some kind of cool parts that are, you know, making waves uh, with the character and their you know the relationships of other other characters. But I guess now we're getting uh, Robbie and Mel is. Uh, is coming back and um you know i guess i guess he's coming back as firestorm i don't know how that's happening yeah because like didn't he die yeah like twice like he already came back from the dead you know with a different universe or whatever or through firestorm magic or whatever but now he's coming back again for the third time i just don't see the point of it it, it seems like it's just a desperate attempt of making drama for for Caitlyn. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm, you know, in late, nothing really spoiling here, but in the latest episode of The Flash that you haven't seen yet, there is a scene of her and Barry in the coffee shop, and she's basically telling him, like, oh, you know, I'm kind, I'm finally over Robbie and ready to date now. You know, my husband's been dead for so many years. I'm ready to move on and find love or whatever. Right. Yeah. And now it's just like, here comes Robbie to ruin all that shit. It's just, it just seems lazy, you know? Um, I yeah. guess it's cool that he's coming back, is it? but is it? yeah, is it though? Yeah. That's kind of how I'm feeling. But uh, other than that, I, that's all I really know what's going on in the CW. I, I, and then, and, and one other thing in the CW, apparently this third season of Batwoman is just going to be 13 episodes. That, that's a thing. Um, and, and I guess, I, I don't know why. It's just that they stated that they're only doing 13 episodes this season. And I, I, I guess it might be, uh, either a production thing. And I don't think it has anything to do with anything. 
but um you know and in statements of weeks and weeks and weeks ago um that Ruby Rose is not interested in coming back ever as Kate Kane. So we could put that to rest as well. <laughs> but um yeah. Oh yay. Right, it's like okay, do we care or not enough? <laughs> not enough. Um not now enough. I guess there there's there's two more things and then we can uh, kind of uh, end the show here. Um why the last man may come back for a second season. Yeah. Now, uh there's uh, it's one report, I don't know how, you know, real it is. Um, but it was a couple oh, days ago. The website you linked in here is shit. Yes, it is. It, Do it, not it, go it, to it, the my... dizinsider.com. There's so many fucking ads. It, it, you know what? You're right. Even on my phone, they're not even showing the ads. It's just blank space and stuff that's happening. <laughs> like, let's write a sentence and then put an ad. Right. It, so the, the, the stuff that's being said in here that I can see is basically that Disney's going to be spending $8 billion more than last year to uh, uh, to create content. And I think that's what this article is kind of ranting about. Um, I mean, and not to say that it's, you know, bogus, but it's still possible that this show could come back. They were shopping it around. I hope it does. I'm still not past the first five episodes of the season. But, um, you know what, it, it, it's still possible. And Hulu could, you know, put some money on it uh, or, you know, any other sort of network could take it if they want to. Uh, but this is the last word that's kind of been said about why the last man. Now, the other show that has just started a couple weeks ago was Wheel of Time. And I, I don't know anything about the books. I never read them or anything. Uh, did you try Wheel of Time, or have you heard of anything about Wheel of Time? I have not tried it yet. It is, it's on my list, but it's not at the highest priority right now. Okay, and not to dissuade you from watching, but, yeah. like I said, I didn't know anything about it, and, I, and, and it seems like a big thing. Like, a lot of people seem to like it, and that's fine, and it's one of the highest-watched shows on, you know, were premieres on uh, the old Amazons, but... I tried the first three episodes and, you know, and it's not bad. I mean, the production value is not bad. Like they're really spending a lot of money on it. And you could tell, I just, I don't, they're not really making a good case for me to care about any of these characters. And Roseman Pike, big star in the show. She's like the, this is the one they paid the most. And she's like this sort of witchish type sorceress that has this power. She knows this evil is coming and she knows it's going to be one of these four people. And I honestly, I still don't understand why it's called wheel of time other than them saying that you're basically just the destiny. This is just how things roll, which is just stupid, but I don't understand why it's called wheel of time. The title is the dumbest title for this. It has nothing to do with time at all. <laughs> and not to say, not, not, not that I'm like, I'm a time travel junkie. I got to watch this show. There's nothing to do with that. No. But so don't, don't go in thinking it's got time travel and it's all bullshit. So the wheel of time title is stupid to begin with. Dumb title for the books, dumb title for the show. That's all I'm going to say about that. But 
it's I, I I don't care about any of these four characters. Apparently, these four characters are in like twenty one, whatever. They're like in their twenty early twenties, and one of these four people are going to be turned into the dark one, who is the evil and who is going to be bad, and 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 they don't know. Uh, Rosamund Pike's character, this witch character, does not know which one uh, is going to be that character, take upon that evil persona or whatever. And we don't know either as an audience. And she's gathered them up to take them to a certain place to figure out all this stuff. And in the meantime, there's all these other crazy uh, uh, the Dungeons and Dragons type uh, mystical creatures and orcs and you know, goblins and, um, uh, you know, uh, minotaur sort of type characters who are going to be uh, following them and trying to kill these people. I don't care about any, I, I, there's no reason in the first three or four episodes, and I think I just watched the three, that makes me care about any of those four characters. And that sucks. Like, I wish I did. Like, this show could be very cool. But I don't care about any of the main characters, but Rosamund Pike's character, and I ultimately kind of don't care about the show because of it. You know <laughs> what I mean? It's hard. It's hard to really kind of go through the show. Like it feels like a chore now. Like I'm not going to watch the show just for Rosamund Pike. Like there's so much other things happening in the show, and it all looks great. Like it looks fine. And the cinematography is okay, but it all looks expensive and cool. And they spend a ton of money on it, but I don't, I, there's nothing is keeping me attached. You know what I mean? So I don't know if I'm going to keep, I'm, I'm, I'm pro I'm hundred percent not going to keep watching. <laughs> I would, I would have started watching more because I watched like the first three episodes last week, but I, I probably not going to keep up with the show. And if you decide to, you may like it differently than me. Right. But, um, I don't, I just don't care about the four the four main characters and I, and I think that's a really big problem i think that they should have gone into their stories in the first two episodes more before showing anything with rosamund pike honestly yeah, i think they should have elaborated on what's what who these characters are before diving them into an ensemble story that the story is kind of interesting but I don't care why these people are thrown into the story. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's unfortunate. Yeah, so that's just kind of how I'm feeling about it, and it is unfortunate. I, I, I mean, I'm like, this looks really cool, and I'm, you know, I would probably keep watching, but I don't care about anybody. And if I don't care about any of these characters, there's no point in continuing and wasting my time on the show. You know, I don't care if there's a giant, you know, uh you know sword axe wielding cow face you know <laughs> you know dog character you know I mean, they, 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 these, these these awesome things are killing people and there's blood and guts and like it's pretty gory and and you know it has that sort of dungeon and dragons you know feel uh a sword and sorcery shit and they're showing all this stuff and it's really like oh this is awesome this is really cool but none of this stuff none of the characters that are going through it mean anything for me to care about it and it just that's what sucks but i don't know um yeah that's pretty much all i have to say about uh about the old uh wheel of time 
It's kind of <laughs> meh for me, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, that that's pretty much the show here. Now there is one thing I'm kind of interested. So, uh, on Apple TV, there's a new show coming out. Um, and it's from uh, Alfonso Cuarón, as he did a he did an Oscar winning movie, and uh, uh, you know a few other things here and there. But I guess Kate uh, Blanchett and Kevin Klein are starring in this show called Disclaimer. Which is um, I'm gonna look it up here real, real quick. Uh, it's gonna be I guess the second series Cape on Shit has, has been in um, to date. So this one. series. I have the oh, here it is. <laughs> Deadline reports that uh, Kate Blanchett and Kevin Kline are going to star in Alfonso Cuarón's thriller series Disclaimer for Apple. And uh, I guess it's based on a book. Um, and it also marks a series debut for uh, Sophie's Choice and A Fish Called Wanda star Kevin Kline. So he's only done movies. Kevin Kline's never done a TV show. Uh, but... Uh, this sounds kind of interesting. Uh, a thriller series on based on the book or based on books, I guess. Um, he's going to write. Uh, Alfonso Cuarón is going to write, direct, and pro- and executive produce all the episodes, which is kind of cool. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I think I'm. I'm. Uh, I mean, he did Gravity. You know, he he did that movie. Uh, I, I think this might be pretty cool. So I, I let's see what it says about what the what the show is. I, uh, Kate Blanchett is going to play Catherine Ravencroft, a successful and respected television documentary documentary journalist whose work has been built on revealing and concealing transgressions of uh, long respected institutions. When an intriguing novel written by a widower, played by Klein appears on her bedside table. She is horrified to realize she's a key character in a story that she had hoped was long buried in the past. So this guy wrote a story about her, I guess. And it was a story that reveals her dark, darkest secrets, a secret that she thought was hers alone. That's kind of interesting. So I, I don't know. I'm down. I like some of the Apple stuff. I haven't got into a few other, you know, things that we're, well, we're both watching, um, uh, What's it called? The morning What's show. What's the show on Apple? The morning show. Now, are are how far are you into that? Uh, like halfway through season one. Oh, okay, yeah. So I'm I'm kind of I'm in the same boat, sort of. Uh, so I'm at like the end of season one. I think we may have finished it, but I I don't. I'm just following along with Whitney as she watches it. But yeah, I uh, I, I didn't really get into it when I first started watching it a couple years ago. Uh, but uh, I'm I'm interested to watch it. I, I like to watch it while Whitney watches it. So. Um, we're, uh, we're, we're going through that slowly, but I like that. I like servant, um, man, there's a few other ones on there. Obviously Ted Lasso's on Apple. Uh, but I don't know. More things on Apple is, uh, is interesting. Like I I'll check out anything new on Apple after the great things that have been on there so far. Uh, how do you feel about that or, or this series? I mean, that's, that sounds interesting. Sounds cool, right? I'll give it a go. See what happens. Yeah. All right. Um, well, 
to finish up and close the show, so what are you excited to watch here soon uh, this this week? This week? Uh, oh, man. I don't know. Well, not Wheel of Time, because... <laughs> yeah, you've save really... that. Maybe check it out later. <laughs> yeah, you've really crushed my spirits about that one. Um, give it give it the first episode. <laughs> I'd like to hear what you think about it. Uh, I'm excited for the finale of Doctor Who. No, I'm not. Um... <laughs> More Kingstown, more Yellowstone. Uh, yes. Oh, Kingstown. Now, I I watched the first uh, two episodes now of Kingstown. I really like the second episode. Nice. I'm, I'm very interested in, in, in uh, keeping the show going. How did you feel, just to kind of summarize and end the show here, Like, what did you feel about that first episode of Kingstown? Because I felt like I was lost most of the episode. Uh yeah, I think I think it might have been a little overwhelming because most of it is filmed where I live. Um, oh well, yeah, you so, yeah, you're seeing uh, <laughs> all the stuff you know. Yeah, I'm seeing like, oh, I've been there. Oh, I've been there. Oh, I've been there. Like, I've taken a tour of the prison that the guys are in, right? Like, oh, nice, nice, I, nice. I've been in the cells. <laughs> um, so it's kind of neat, but so it's uh, I think I need to watch episode one again just to make sure. Oh. I've, okay. I've actually paid attention. Um, but okay. I, I do. I do enjoy the dynamic of this. Um, the mayor of Kingstown not really being the mayor. Sure. Sure. Um, yeah. He's he's like uh, an in betweener, if you yeah, will. Yeah. He's the he, the guys who get things done. Sure. Right. Yeah. Uh, and keep yeah, I mean, peace, hey, keeping right? the peace a bit, but uh, against the law. <laughs> well, it's, it's it's a fine line. Yeah, I guess in the show, sure. Yeah, right. Like it's a, it's a fine line. Anyway, but, yeah, they're yeah. working the law, and just wait till you see the episode, the second episode. It, it's 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 pretty uh it's pretty interesting how the dynamics have changed uh, after the uh, surprise ending of the of season one or episode one, excuse me. But yeah, well, after you watch it again, uh, I, I definitely want to talk about this show more because uh, I'm gonna watch the episode, the third episode here, maybe tonight, maybe tomorrow. And and see where the season uh, is kind of taking us, but yeah. it's a really good show. I, I yeah, I was not expecting what happened in the first episode to happen in the right? first episode because it was it... like what? Yeah, pretty good surprise. I was like, oh shit, I'm excited to see these guys play out through this season. Yeah. And it's like, wait a second, <laughs> oh we're, maybe we're not. Yeah, yeah, it, it was a cool swerve uh, for fans because they really promoted the show as like. Here's the cast. And, you know, it's awesome to see Jeremy Renner in two shows running at the same time. Like, this guy's a movie star. And now he has two TV shows at the same time. So I think that's kind of cool. But, man, I, I'm excited to keep going. I, I really, really am. I, I, I think I'm more excited just to watch Jeremy Renner, Jeremy Renner on TV more than I am for what's happening in the show. That may be carrying me over to, to continue. But I do like where the second episode is taking the show um, over the first episode. I, I felt like I missed an episode when I watched the first episode, or I felt like I wasn't smart enough <laughs> to figure out what was going on. <laughs> it felt like they were, they, were they were talking about so many different things, but I just they weren't really exposizing. Is that a word? Expositionizing? I don't know. It, they weren't really explaining well for me. Yeah. And I, I felt dumb. <laughs> Honestly, I felt kind of dumb watching the first episode. Like what is really happening here? You know, but I think in the second episode, they make it a little bit more clear. And I, and I'm curious to see uh, your reaction 
uh, or at least your explanation of what, what you kind of felt like you know, when you watched the first ep- the first and second episode again. But but yeah, so I, I think that's that's the show, folks. So uh, um, yeah, please check us out. We're at superboobtubedudes.com and pretty prone on on you know Facebook mostly because uh, aren't really on the other uh, so we are we'll post the episodes and things but I just don't have enough time in, in my life and day to, to do anything outside of Facebook but if you want to get to me there or Tyler uh, that's that, that's where you can find us and all of our socials and our old episodes and uh, and new are going to be on uh, superboobtubedoops.com and, and most all the other podcast apps and we'd love to hear from you and, uh, and let us know what we think so with that, that's the end of the show, and I'm Dandy Sprague. And I'm Tyler. All right, guys, thank you for listening, and keep on tubing. You've been listening to a Rebel Press podcast. Visit rebelpress.com for more podcasts.